Hello everybody and welcome to not your regularly, not, not scheduled, but not your regular Wrestle Weekly episode. There are going to be some changes coming up in the podcast, but there's one change I wanted to go ahead and introduce, and that is I've decided to bring back new news. Now, some of you may remember this from back uh, around episodes 15 through 20, I had some issues with getting episodes out and my news were inconsistent. Well, I decided to bring back new news. I may change the name because it's a bit of a weird name, but I, I may keep it. Uh, so these episodes will come out a little bit more regularly, regularly than other episodes, and these will allow us to have news coming out more frequently than normal. So let's go ahead and get into the first snapshot. Alright, so this is snapshot 23W32A. This is a snapshot for 1.20.2 for Minecraft Java Edition. So, this has one change uh, for vibration mechanics. So, vibrations no longer risk being lost on simulation distance limit. Unequipping items now emits a new unequip vibration frequency of 4. Chisel bookshelves emit a block change vibration of frequency 11 when receiving books from hoppers. Turtle eggs cracking emit a block change vibration of frequency 11. Turtle eggs hatching emit a block destroy vibration of frequency 12. Using bone meal emits an item interact finish vibration of frequency 3. Fire being doused by water potion emits a block destroy vibration of frequency 12. Evokers evoking vexes or fangs emit a entity place vibration of frequency 14. Carrots being eaten by rabbits emit a block change vibration of frequency 11. Sweet berries being eaten by foxes emit a block change vibration of frequency 11. And camels eating cactus emit an eat vibration of frequency 8. Technical changes, the resource pack version is now 17. A bug involving hunger icons was fixed in the slicer tool released with the last snapshot. Here's the new tool. The data pack version is now 17 and optimized networking to improve the experience on low bandwidth connections. Uh, there's several cha- uh, changes that are more in depth. If you are the kind of person who wants to read these, you can go into this when you can go to this snapshot, which if it's not in the description, you can just find it on Minecraft.net. Uh, fixed bugs in snapshot 23w32a. There are several, but I'm just going to pick out a few here. Wild and eye armor trims displayed floating, quote unquote, pixels when applied on the chainmail helmet. Armor trim texture overhangs the turtle helmet shape. The file names for the food full and half sprites for both normal and hunger are backwards. And the high contrast resource pack made extra pixels appear at a full boss bar. And yeah, so that's snapshot 23w32a. Next we have snapshot 23w33a. Um, and it, it reads, We are making some important updates to our player reporting tool in this snapshot to better protect the online safety of our players. Playing Minecraft should be an inclusive and safe experience for everyone, which is why along inside, which is why alongside in-game chat messages, you will now be able to report player skins and usernames that violate our community standards in Java Edition. Just like chat reports, nothing is automated. Any reported skin or username will be reviewed manually by a team of trained Minecraft moderators who use the submitted evidence to decide whether the skin and or username is in breach of our community standards. Skins that are in violation of these standards will be removed from Minecraft and will no longer be accessible by for use by any player. Usernames that are in violation of these standards will need to be changed before that player can 
play via online via a shared server or realm, the single player mode will still be accessible. To find out more about this and our other safety policies, including more detail on the suspension procedure, appeals process, and how we manage malicious or repeat reporting, please visit our dedicated FAQ page. New features, player and skin, player skin and name reporting. Player skins and names can now be reported in the social interaction screen. If a skin or name is reported and found to be violating the community standards, our team of mo human moderators can act in a few ways. They can ban the skin from being used by any player, ban the name ba from being used by any player, or suspend the player from online play in the case of repeated offenses. When a skin is banned, players with that skin will have their skin removed, will be notified when they launch the game, will automatically will be automatically assigned one of the default skins, and can still play multiplayer and single player and select a new and can select a new custom skin at any time. When a player's name is banned, that player will need to choose a new name, be no will be notified when they launch the game, and will not be able to play online until they change their name, but can still play single player. A skin or name that has been banned cannot be used by any player in the future. So, let's say that I had a skin that violated their community guidelines. Um, if I used it, then I'm assuming, uh, from what I can tell, the way it works is they will choose. So, anything that has that exact skin, so I've got it from Planet Minecraft and somebody else downloaded it, then it would be blocked. Nobody would be able to use that. Um, I'm just going to real quick say my thoughts on this. I just, I, I think it's fine. I don't have any issue with this uh it like it's it's perfectly fine uh these are some i'm glad they're making changes like this and yeah i'm glad it's actually human moderated though uh changes the sponge sponges and wet sponges will now have their own custom sounds the calculation to determine whether a mob can attack a player or other mobs has been changed out of the narrator hotkey accessibility option and allows the narrator to be toggled on and off with control b they added, I want to report them, player reporting category. A change has been reverted where armor trim patterns would be masked by the underlying armor texture. They have some mob attack reach changes. So the calculations to determine whether a mob can attack a player or other mobs has been changed. Previously, a mob's horizontal width was used to determine their attack reach and their height had no effect. The area where a mob can attack is now their bounding box extended in horizontal directions. Here are some situations where the new rules will affect, will affect the reach of mobs. If a mob is entirely below you or entirely above you, it will not be able to reach you. When riding on medium-sized mob, when riding on a medium-sized mob like a horse, you will be protected from small mobs like baby zombies. When riding on a tall mob like a camel, you'll be protected from standard-sized mobs like zombies. Also, ravagers will won't be able to attack you through few block walls anymore however to escape an enderman you will need to be at least three blocks above the ground not 1.5 as before mobs will be able to attack you from the with the bottom of their hitbox assuming your head is in range and bills that trap hostile mobs may need to be adjusted to stay safe to be safe this change does not affect the reach of players and mobs still need their, to see their target to attack it we believe this new system will be more intuitive and will exert and will result in more consistent behavior and we welcome all feedback on this change. Then they have some technical changes. The charts on the debug screen can now be toggled with F3-1, F3-2, and F3-3 for pie chart, FPS and TPS, and bandwidth and ping, respectively, instead of holding shift, alt, or control when opening the screen. I mean, I like that change. It's more simple instead of having, because you already have like F3-H to do more advanced things like t advanced tooltips which if you don't have it on it's amazing because it lets you see the exact armor or the exact uh 
durability left on your tools and armor. Um, so you can see if you have one more block or something. I use it all the time. Um, and then data pack changes. They add a decal field to armor trim patterns. The default is false. And if it's true, the pattern texture will be masked based on the underlying armor. And then they have a bunch of fixed bugs, which I'm not gonna read them since we have a few things here and I don't wanna take forever to get through all these. Next, we have Snapshot 23W35A. This is all it has. It has two technical changes. The JWJGL library has been updated to version 3.3.2, and the default Java version shipped with the game has been upgraded to Microsoft OpenJDK 17.0.8. And then they have a bunch of fixed bugs. Next, we have 1.20.2 pre-release 1, and it reads, are you prepared for pre-release 1 of 1.20.1? Moving into pre-releases means that, moving forward, you won't see any significant changes besides bug fixes and tweaks until the next snapshot cycle. It also means that we will be releasing more frequently than just Wednesdays, than just Wednesdays so keep your eyes peeled. However, pre-release 1 brings new changes to the villager trade, rebalance, experiments, updates to, the recipe, to recipe book search, command changes, and a new game rule. Changes. Recipe book, the recipe book search has been updated with the following changes. The search will only match the beginning of any word in the item's name. For example, searching for T-O-R will still show torch and redstone torch, but won't show daylight detector anymore. All recipes, including those that have not been unlocked, will now show up in search results. This will allow experienced players to find the recipes they are looking for, even if it hasn't been unlocked yet, without overwhelming new players. Updated structure icons on explorer maps sold by Qatar cartographers and when villagers unlock new trades the order of those trades in the ui is now always random instead of being instead of sometimes being determin deterministic and then technical changes the data pack version now 18 and client options are now sent during the network phase when joining a server and then they have some experimental features villager trade rebalance part two this pre-release affects the villager trade rebalance experiment. This experiment has no effect on normal worlds. If you want to try these changes, you must turn on the future toggle in the experiments menu when creating a new world. And it reads, thank you to everyone that it has sent in their suggestions and feedback regarding the experimental trade change. We are trying out these changes to rebalance the trade system and make it more fair and fun for everyone. However, these changes are not yet final and they will stay as experimental features while we continue to work on them. We appreciate your feedback on these changes. Visit this link, and there's a link in this article, to share your thoughts. We have been following the discussions about the previous librarian and one or trader updates and look forward to seeing the conversation continue. Cartographer. Before now, cartographers only sold maps to the Ocean Monument and Woodland Mansion. In this experiment, cartographers can sell seven new maps as well. These new maps each point to a different village or structure and can be used to find seven different biomes. This will help players who want to quickly find a specific location without waiting until they come across it by chance. Cartographers from different biomes will sell different, a different selection of maps. Starting from one village, it is possible to find every other village type by following maps from village to village. So we have a chart here that I'm going to go in and read off each one. So desert cartographers will trade you Savannah Village Map, Plains Village Map, and Jungle Explorer Map. Jungle cartographers will trade the Savannah Village Map, Desert Village Map, and Swamp Explorer Map. Plains cartographers will sell Savannah Village Map and Taiga Village Map. Savannah cartographers will sell Desert Village Maps, Plains Village Maps, and Jungle Explorer Maps. I'm going to guess the Explorer Maps or for the structures, so Swamp Explorer map probably leads to a uh, a witch hut and desert one, lead, or jungle one leads to a jungle temple. Um, snow cartographers will trade 
Plains Village maps, Taika Village maps, and Swamp Explorer maps. Swamp Villagers will will trade sw Snowy Village maps, Taika Village maps, and Jungle Explorer maps. And Taika Cartographers will trade you Plains Village maps, Snowy Village maps, and Swamp Explorer maps. And then they have some trades changes to the armor. The armor's trades have been updated with many changes. The biggest change is that buying diamond armor now requires paying a small amount of diamonds as well as emeralds. This means making the this is meant to make the armor's diamond armor trades less useful at the start of the game when players don't have any diamonds while still giving a powerful advantage to advanced players who spent who have spent some time collecting diamonds. Early game players will find armor as a great useful as a great source for iron armor, shields, and emeralds. Other changes include most master level armors buy iron blocks and pay very well for them. Chainmail armors is exclusively is exclusively sold by the secret jungle and swamp armorers. The savannah armorer sells cursed diamond armor at reduced prices, and the taiga armorer can swap one piece of diamond armor for another. And uh, I'm not going to go through this because it's a massive chart, but if you want to see this, it'll it's on this article. Structure loot. Certain enchanted books have been have now have a high chance of generating in some structures. In ancient cities, they have you can find mending more often. Uh, Mineshaft, Efficiency 1 to 5, Pillager Outpost, Quick Charge 1 to 3, Desert Temples, Unbreaking 1 to 3, and Jungle Temples, Unbreaking 1 to 3. And then they have a bunch of fixed bugs. And you can get the pre-release and those at launcher like normal. So that's all the snapshots. And we have no bedrock betas or previews that are in this list here. So that's all the news we have for today. So that brings us to the end of this new news episode. If you have enjoyed it, be sure to let me know by emailing me at redstoneweeklypodcast at gmail.com, voicemailing me at anchor.fm slash redstoneweekly slash message, reviewing my on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, responding to a Q&A. I'm actually putting specific questions now on the Spotify Q&A, so if you'd like to check out, if you'd like to uh, give your thoughts on different things, like your, a mob you want or something, go ahead and check out the Spotify Q&A. And you can check out my blog. That's where I have some interesting posts and uh, little uh, some stuff there. There's going to be more coming soon. You can check out my Flickr, F-L-I-C-K-R dot com slash Redstone Weekly. That just gives you access to so, like photos from my survival world and other things. Um, and you can check out uh, links to some of the stuff I talked about in the description if I have remember to do so. Uh, so yeah, that's all I have for you today, and I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>